welcome to the Mom Biz Solutions Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Mom's Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur, which you know by listening to this podcast. You can grab a copy of at our website, momsmeanbusinessbook.com. And it is a list of all the other places you can find it there, including Amazon in hard, uh, not hardcover, paperback, Kindle, and audiobook formats. How cool is that? Or head on over to your local Barnes & Noble and you can find it there. Anyway, welcome to the show today, guys. I have been uh, having a great time working with some of my private coaching clients these last couple of months. Um, Really interesting things going on. And I wanted to share with you, as I often do, a bit of coaching that came from one of the specific clients I'm working with who is in a moment of transition in her life. Um, She's finished up one job, one work, one business opportunity, and uh, she's been evaluating things and she's ready to move on to another one. And so we're having a coaching session, actually a few of them, that have been centered on helping her decide what is best for her to do next. And that is the topic of our show today. What kind of business is best for you? And I love this question because it's so rich and it gives gives me an opportunity to work with my clients and really helping them uncover a lot of assumptions, beliefs, needs, and wants in one very focused conversation. And I thought I'd share some of what I am going to be or have been doing and am going to be doing more in terms of some exercises to help my client determine this stuff. So, you know, here's the thing. We are multifaceted people. We are multi-talented people. And when, you know, when you're looking at that field of possibility in front of you, when you're looking at all the different things that you could do, all of the different dreams you could pursue, all of the different abilities you have and interests you have, it can be really paralyzing to try to make a choice about which one to follow up on. And, you know, like my client, you know, anything you may be interested in a business that has to do with green and environmentalism, because you've always had a, just a really strong drive in your heart to give back and take care of the world you live in. And that just makes sense. And it's always been there and you've thought about it. That might be a great business, or, you know, maybe you want to do something that allows you to, work more with kids after school because at the stage of life that you're in right now, you're doing a lot of, um, you know, programming with your kids. You're finding different or or looking for different kinds of programs and maybe not satisfied with them. And, you know, necessity is the mother of invention a lot of the time. And so sometimes I have had many clients who have found themselves the creator of after school and enrichment programs for kids because they didn't like what was offered. So they filled the need. Um, you know, that could be a great opportunity too. And it makes sense for the stage of life that, you know, my client's in. So that's a great option. And then the other option, a little bit further afield from that (laughs) would be um, uh, uh, financial trading, something that she's done in the past. This is a past career of hers. And she could just do this as, you know, something she wanted to do as a freelancer, you know, consultant, start her own firm, start her own company, have some people working with her. That's a total possibility too. But can you see how different those three things are? And it's just so critical when, you know, we can, she's hired me because she feels overwhelmed 
about being able to make that choice. And I've talked a lot of you uh, off the ledge when you've been, you know, just ready to give up and not do anything, or just when you felt completely stuck facing an opportunity that said, you know what, there are so many possibilities, which way are you going to go pick one? And you felt like you just don't know how to make a choice like that. Well, I want you to listen in closely today because this sort of a decision-making process, and you know, this is what I, I say I do all the time, is I help people make decisions. I help people make powerful choices. I don't make them for you. <laughs> nope, that's still your job. But I do walk you through a process that lets you feel like you are making a good decision. So here's, here's a little bit of how we're going to start with that. All right, the first couple of things I've mentioned already. I, I'm just going to list some of the things that you need to consider in order to make this decision. So you might want to write this stuff down. The first thing you want to do when you're considering what kind of business you should start, okay, is just start with your interests and passions. So just get out a sheet of paper and write down interest and passions at the top of it. And I just want you to brainstorm, you know, anything that comes to mind. Don't censor. This is a, a brainstorming process. So the more, the better, right? So I can tell you for my list, it would include everything from marketing and you know, podcasting, talking, speaking to things like, oh, I don't know, baking and eating and drinking good wine and microbrew beer and hiking in nature and spending time with family and friends, um, getting to travel. Like I would just put that kind of stuff on the list because if you, if you censor it, you wind up missing out on some things that might actually be really helpful for you to figure out the path you want to take in the future. Okay, but just just write them down, write them down. Don't censor anything more. The more, the better. The next thing I want you to do is look at your your skills, talents and experience. Okay, now this is where we kind of look more specifically at some of your work, um, your work skills and talents and abilities. But, you know, it's not limited to that either. So for me, I can tell you, you know, of course, speaking, coaching, writing, podcasting making videos, um, all of that is in there. But, you know, I've also done things like public relations when I worked at IBM. I've also done sales, and it's still a skill that I possess today, right? So I'm going to add some of those things in there. Um, some of my experience, I would also add in, you know, teaching, mentoring. I've done a lot of in the past, obviously coaching. But you just want to take a look and, and lump these guys. I kind of lump them together, your skills, your talents, and your experience, all right? What is it that's, what's that list gonna look like? So this is kind of fed by your resume, but it is not only exclusive to what you write on your resume because it could include other things. Like I happen to have a really good talent for being able to rem remember where my kids left things. <laughs> I'm the only person in the house that can find lost objects. I don't know why. It is a skill, it's a talent, it's a gift. What can I say? Um, the next thing on your next sheet of paper, so, so far we've got your interest and passions on one, we've got your skills, talents, and experience on another. The next one, I want you to brainstorm a little bit. We're going to start moving into a bit of a lifestyle question. Does the business, does, does your relationship with business and with the work that you want to do, does it need to be geographically bound or not? Now, you're going to start understanding why I'm asking these questions when I ask things like this, because, you know, some people 
don't mind commuting into work because they live in the place that they absolutely love. It is so awesome for them. Okay. But maybe the opportunity lies, you know, in the nearby town or city that is a bit of a drive away. And so you want to think about that. Does the geography matter to you? Or are the things that you care the most about related somehow to your geography? You know, if you are, you know, if you really want to work with um, local women in, um, you know, who need mentoring, who are coming out of battered women's shelters or something like that, it's going to be kind of hard to do that on a grand scale. If that's one of the things that you want to have an impact, you might really feel strongly about doing that in your local community. Or if you're thinking about, you know, these childhood or after school um, uh, enrichment programs, that might be geographically bound as well. Does geography matter to you? You know, for me, it's not so much. I really prefer to have no geographic ties. I like to run my business wherever I am, period. And so for some people, that sounds great. Other people are like, oh, God, no, I need an office. I need a place, a space. Um, you know, that's really important to me. So think about your space and just do a quick journaling about what you feel in terms of the geography of your business. Now, we're talking about the preferred geography of your business. Run it from home, run it online, run it in a shop, a store, run it in a downtown or metropolitan area, run it in a rural area, run it abroad, whatever it is, start just journaling. And you may have more than one answer. That's fine. Again, don't censor. The next thing I want you to touch on is the business model. Now, there are so many different ways that you can skin a cat. <laughs> and there are so many different business models for the different kinds of businesses you choose. Let me give you an example. Um, I have many clients who are in the health and fitness and nutrition industry. If that's where you want to go, if that's where your skills are, if that's where your interests are, if that's, um, you know, whether it's, it's uh, geographically bound or not, there are so many different business models that work for health coaches or fitness coaches or personal trainers or uh, wellness centers or nutrition consultants or whatever it is. There are so many different business models. Some are online. Uh, some are <clears throat> more like passive revenue streams. Some are group programs. Some are in-person classes and workshops. Some are online videos. Um, that are pushed out through different marketing channels. Some are a combination of those. I mean, the sky is the limit. Some are focused around uh, only specific events, right? So there are just so many different ways to do that. Just because you say, oh, I want to be a health or fitness coach doesn't mean that you subscribe to one particular business model or method of delivering the business, okay? <clears throat> or a method of making the money. So you want to consider what sort of business model feels good for you. And there are pros and cons to each of them. So, you know, there are some extroverts out there that really don't want to run an online business because they need that opportunity to connect in person with the people that they work with. And conversely, there are introverts who would really prefer not to have to talk to people all day. So consider some of that. Those are two extremes, obviously, but consider a little bit about yourself, your personality, and decide, you know, just brainstorm about the kind of business model. And again, a business model, we're not talking anything grand here, guys. Just 
how would you physically or how would you logistically deliver or sell the product or service that you have, okay? So think about that. The next couple of questions are going to go a little bit deeper into the lifestyle question. So how many hours a week do you want to work? And I ask when you answer that question to consider your lifestyle, honestly consider how many kids you have, how much time you spend with them, when they're home, when they're not, what help you have when it comes to childcare. Really, how many hours a week do you want to work? Don't throw out a number like four hours a week just because you hear about Tim Ferriss and think it sounds like a great idea. Can you own that? Is that possible in the lifestyle and the stage that you're in right now? And, you know, if 40 hours a week, it sounds great to you and you'd love to do it. But, you know, you've got two kids at home who are by your side, except for eight hours a week, you might need to reconsider. Okay, so consider how many hours a week you ideally want to work. Income you want to make. Guys, I have I have everything that runs the gamut. I have clients who want to make a thousand dollars a month. I have clients who want to make ten thousand a month. It's absolutely up to you, but you need to think that through and think about the kind of business that you want to start and how much income it's going to be able to generate for you. Some of my clients that are doing, um, they sell on Etsy and various online sites. You know what? If you are physically crafting, well, you better be charging a pretty darn big penny for it if you have really high income goals. You have to think through things like that. Okay, I got to wrap this up fast. The last is, you know, think about, again, the lifestyle. Do you want to work with people? Are you more a lone wolf? That kind of stuff. All of this, guys, adds up. I want you to consider your lifestyle, your priorities, and your goals in order to come up with the answer of which one is right for you. Start doing this kind of journaling, and it should help you get closer to finding an overlap in some of these different areas that will help you figure out which startup is the best for you. That's it for today. I could say so much more. Call me if you need help. Until next time, I'm Lara Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach. Take care.